0: Hello guys and welcome to our podcast, Mental Wealth Conversation. My name is Derek Ware.
1: Hello, my name is Lillian Simiu and I am a mentor, peer counselor and a mental health advocate.
0: I didn't get the chance to say what I do, but anyway, it's okay. So thank you guys. Uh, uh she's doing quite so many things outside there to ensure that our mental well-being is, is is good. This is where you can come and discuss your issues concerning your mental state. Uh, we want to create a space where you can feel comfortable to discuss your mental health issues. Uh to have a space where you can ask questions and you can always learn from some of the guests you're going to have on the show. And you can always propose anything, any topic or any discussion you want us to highlight on matters concerning your our mental well-being. So be part of us, be part of this journey, mental health or rather mental wealth conversations with Derek and Lilian.
1: Subscribe to this and other shows on acute.co.ke
0: So today we are going to just uh, discuss why, why, why we're having this conversation—the mental wealth conversation—and I'll uh, throw back to Lillian to tell us, you know, why, why are we having a mental wealth podcast?
1: Yeah, okay, first of all, Derek, I don't understand why you're not telling people what you do, and you're just showering me with with what's it called phrases. But Derek also does quite a bit, and I hope that he'll mention that he's also a mental health advocate, and among other things that he does in the community. So why mental wealth? Okay, mental wealth is a podcast that will be coming to you and we'll be talking about mental health issues that affect young people and old people, mental health issues that affect human beings in general. And why we are having this conversation? For me personally, it's because, one, I struggle with mental health issues myself and with time I'll get to to say my story. And two, because I interact with very many young people who who go through the same struggles. They struggle with their mental health and they don't know what to do. So most of us are walking around with trauma from childhood and many other things and we don't know how to navigate life. And I believe that mental health is one of the things that, that will help you to be able to achieve your full potential. If that's that, if you have that goal that you want to achieve, whether you want to be a pilot, teacher, politician, if you're not at peace with yourself, it's hard for you to do it. But once you're able to deal with the issues that you have within and be able to cope with your emotional and psychological challenges yeah. in a positive way, then that means that you'll be able to to achieve your full potential. So I think that's why and the reason why we called this mental world, It's because we want this to be a positive space where we look for solutions, where we have positive conversations. We talk about things that are affecting us, but we also try and see what is it that we can do in our capacity to be able to to better the situation in our lives and those and, and those of the people surrounding us. So with that, I think I'll throw back to Dave.
0: Uh, thank you so much. Uh, as she said, I think she has said much about... mental wealth conversation we want to create a safe space where we can discuss issues concerning your mental state your well-being which is key Uh, for me i think uh for me to be today here to be part of this conversation is because for one reason i have for quite uh for a period of time been pushing for this agenda through mentorship uh through having deep conversations with people and you know we realize as time goes by people need to be talked to uh people want to be feel people want to feel loved people want to feel appreciated people want a space where they can freely speak out their minds and even as a person I've gotten to points where I felt like I'm losing it uh, I've quite for a number of times tried to commit suicide from high school to outside life, you know, trying to find a balance in life, but you know, things are not working out your way. Uh so I think this is something that is quite personal to me. I I have had quite a number of conversations relating to mental health issues. Uh guys coming up to ask questions, how do I handle rejection? You know, how do I set my boundary in my relationship? you know how do i define myself all these issues mm-hmm. and i i dug deeper into it i read i you know uh, uh found ways in which i can understand some of these issues and for me it was important some of us understand how covid came and how most of us were really affected from losing jobs to losing loved ones uh being dumped you know it has <laughs> happened <Later laughs> I do a checker, Kuhacho. but yeah kuacho <laughs> you know it's nairobi and Some of us are victims, and we didn't know how to cope up with these issues, you know. And the sad reality is we have lost some people. Some have committed suicide, you know, out of losing jobs, out of losing loved ones, you know, out of being rejected. It can be as simple as we don't want you in our company. And, you know, you feel like you are useless. So mental wealth is here to discuss about you. It is here to make sure you are okay and you have a safe space. So this is why, this is probably the reason we're here to discuss our issues. Mm-hmm. And we hope you're going to be part of this podcast. All through, feel free to ask questions. We're going to bring you the best of the best guests to share their stories, their journey in, this, uh, in uh, handling their mental distress and all these issues. Lillian. Yeah,
1: and I think just to also mention, the reason why we're doing this is because mental health is there's a lot of stigma around mental health and it's very difficult for us to accept that we are facing challenges whether it's rejection or you don't even want to tell your people that but you'd rather go and and drink yourself to wherever but you don't you can't admit that you know Lillian,
0: i don't know kama unajua kuwatcha ni you need to especially men you know Men who love with their hearts... there are some of us who love like we love genuinely, uh-huh. and then to too like they're not interested you know i i don't I can't explain that feeling, you know you una feel like you, you and then you can't tell your friends feeling, yeah, you are a man. You don't need to speak out. And that is one of the issues that we need to discuss. Mm-hmm. You're a man. Mm-hmm. How do you even tell your boys you've been hurt? Mm-hmm. At someone like Derek is crying because of a woman. You know, eh. these are serious issues. Ah,
1: liya baba, liya baba. So you can imagine yeah,
0: men cry. <laughs> you guys think men don't cry. Men cry because of women.
1: Yeah, and that's true. And I think the reason why we're doing this is so that wherever you're listening us, you are listening to us from, whether it's in your office, your bed at school wherever with your friends just know that mental health is a struggle that most of us go through and it's okay it's okay to admit that you're not okay and to seek help so this conversations is just to help us to be to understand that these are struggles they are human struggles that we all go through and you don't need to suppress your feelings your thoughts and whatever it is that is happening to you because we are all in the same boat so mental wealth is here to help you to just help you navigate through life through the conversations that we we will highlight and also to just learn from each other because we will have guests some of you who will be asking questions will be our guests will invite you to come and share your stories to come and share your experience so yeah so that's what we will be doing it will be fun and i can't wait for us to do this
0: we can't wait to to you know host interesting stories and to hear from you know from guys mm-hmm. i want to challenge lillian maybe to tell us maybe the hardest time she has ever felt uh an issue that really paralyzed you let me use that word paralyzed uh-huh. you you uh-huh. know we want to hear stories
1: you want to hear stories we
0: want to hear stories uh-huh. yeah so you know maybe share with us one of the hardest moments you've had. Uh, as a person, as not a person. handling a person's case, but handling yourself. Handling myself. Yeah.
1: Okay. So <laughs> thank you for putting me on the spot. But I'd say, Karibu ni but no. It is okay. But <laughs> it's, chana, it's
0: okay actually. to be dumped. It's okay to be. It's normal. To, it's it's okay to be. Okay.
1: Not okay. na <laughs> heartbreak. How is that? But for me, my hardest time I'd say was in high school, when. I didn't know a lot of things. I didn't understand a lot of things that were happening. We had a lot of family issues. And apart from that, I also had my internal struggles as a person. I wasn't doing so well in school. I was in a school I didn't like. I was bullied. There were so many things that were happening that caused me to go into a state of depression. And I had suicide ideation because there were many things that combined this story to Najaribu kuikata, But we had family issues and I had my own struggles in school. And those two mixing up because they were very intense at the time. And remember, I was a teenager, so there's this all these changes that are coming, and yeah, you don't, yeah. you're not understanding. So that going through what I went through and not understanding what it is, and I didn't know even who who to go to, was a very challenging part for me. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand that I was suffering from a mental health issue. It took me finishing my school finishing high school to go outside and start learning these things to understand okay oh so this is what was happening at the time this was the struggle that i was i was going through and just now understanding no so how do i navigate how do i now try to deal with that because the fact that i didn't deal with it in a positive way because i didn't even understand it it means it affects me till date yeah and some of the things that I was suffering at the time was as a result of how I grew up and the kind of environment that I grew up in. So that's I, I'd say high school. High school was one of my hardest mm-hmm. times. Yeah, yeah. You?
0: Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'll just pick one. No, actually, two from the one that happened when I was in high school and uh, post high school. Mm-hmm. So. I remember we had just cleared primary, and you know everyone is excited. You know you're going to this school, you're going to this school, and mm-hmm. uh, I can say I really tried my best uh, in primary. Uh, mm-hmm. Si kwa sana, I was somewhere. So,
1: unajua <laughs> unajua kuna meo cha wako nguka sana, lakini unajua kwa ulpata ninety
0: nine. Nisa, <laughs> I, I appreciate. Ilimkisha juu for
1: one, wafikie five hundred. I exactly.
0: <laughs> I know so. Uh, everyone is going to. Everyone is reporting to high school I've delayed, and then somehow my dad managed to get a school, and mm-hmm. I didn't like that school. Ah. From the f- like, I I remember I set my foot inside that school, and I was telling my dad, "Can we just go back? Yeah. Can we just forget? You're like this is not this it. is not this mm-hmm. is not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. This is not what I worked hard for in mm-hmm. primary school. Mm. But I remember I was the one who went to the bank and paid the school fees." And, you know, coming from the ghetto, I feel
1: like <laughs> I
0: didn't. I think all my life I've always been the one paying my fees, uh-huh. you know, tuition fees and the likes. Uh-huh. So I felt like, uh, let me understand my parent for once. Uh-huh. Uh, he has, you know, spent a lot to buy the boxes, uh, uh-huh. to buy meals of the daughter's of Shule. So I was uh-huh. like, let me just get in. I get into a school, a mixed school, full of crap, teachers, no teaching. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're struggling to have meals. Uh-huh. Uh... And even the kind of students who are in that school, I'm not trying to demean anyone, but most of the students in that school were students who had not really performed well in school, mm-hmm. that performed dismally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for lack of a better word, it was more of an approved school. Oh. And for me, it felt like it was... It was a
1: punishment. It
0: was a punishment. Mm-hmm. And I was not to be subjected to any kind of punishment from how I had performed and mm-hmm. my investment in studies and You everything. were
1: alliance material.
0: I'm not saying uh, it was <laughs> I was a liar's material. Mean, in your own
1: right, in your own I, I right. I
0: mean, though. anyone can perform anywhere. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say there are good schools, out there, but we have to agree that schools which don't have structures mm-hmm. and they don't give the best a mm-hmm. students we get. Mm-hmm. So to some point, I felt like I'm losing it, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think two, three weeks down the line, I felt like this life is not worth worth living. Mm. And for me, I I'd reached a point where I was telling myself, I can't keep on living. Mm-hmm. Students who are defeated in class are in good schools, you know. In na and Mingi, they are in nice boarding schools, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone is admiring their school and the likes. Mimi I don't know which world. And suicidal thoughts started to, you know, mm-hmm. come to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't think I need, I need to leave there's nobody here who wants to listen to me. Mm-hmm. All those crappy mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I remember I, I planned to commit suicide back in in school. That is mm-hmm. from one mm-hmm. three weeks in that you know, like a small prison. Mm-hmm. So I remember I you know trying to convince should I kill myself or should I not kill myself, and I was starting to think like the things I'm going to miss and etc and etc. So I didn't know whether I was going to kill myself, but I remember mm-hmm. I decided to jump off. I was a pilot in school, if you've been a body school, pilots are the ones who sleep at double so oh, at so they're normally called pilots so okay. i was I was a pilot mm-hmm. in our dorm, so I waited when everyone had just gone to for the for the morning preps, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I think I'm tired of this and I remember i I jumped and I wanted to land with i to land on the floor with my head, Ooh. but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I landed. Uh, on my, I landed with my arms, so I broke my arm mm-hmm. from you know that fracas, and uh, I I didn't even report back to class. Uh, the teachers noticed something was wrong. Still, I was not given permission to go home. You can imagine, and you have broken your arm. So, so now, sorry.
1: So now you are not given permission to go. Home yes, and broken I've, your bro- arm. I've
0: broken my arm, but I'm not given given, given permission. You Why? know, they they, Why? they they there was this. They, they were they were telling us for months have homesickness they will try anything to go home so
1: they, they thought it was homesickness
0: yes and they were not giving me permission and trust to me I'd, I was literally not moving my hand and I could not do anything so my my hand was paralyzed the hand that I used to you know write and do every other stuff mm-hmm. so it was paralyzed and uh, I was not being given permission funny enough there was a silly issue that was happening in that school there was a some There were students who had been found to be suffering from sexually transmitted diseases. It was a mixed boarding school. So they were trying to curb that issue. Mm-hmm. So because they were not going to give me permission, may went straight to the principal's office and I told the principal, I think I'm having gonorrhea. And I mentioned some of the signs I'm having in myself. I, I, I didn't suffer from gonorrhea. I didn't want to be in that school. And i was uh, I was given permission to go home I went home my dad <laughs> and it takes lying. you to lie. To I lie had and to say. I was being forced to be in that place
1: mm-hmm.
0: one week down the line my dad sees me I'm okay at home I'm not interested to going back to school and the line so likes. when you
1: went home you did you what did you tell your dad
0: he knew I was not okay and remember he, he actually picked me and I, he told me make sure once you're home you go to the hospital the Did same you day, tell
1: them you had gonorrhea?
0: I didn't tell my dad I have gonorrhea. I mean, how do you tell your dad? From <laughs> yes, I, you wanted have to gonorrhea. Know, I
1: wanted to know what was the reaction.
0: <laughs> the principal only wrote med- medical issues, you know, that living, living you paper. You know,
1: principals. Me, I think in the school I went to, they'd be calling my mom and telling her, okay, this is what is happening with your daughter.
0: No, they just told my dad, make sure this, go- this boy goes to the hospital, uh, he's totally not okay. Hey you know, sh- gentlemen's, you know, Yeah, gentlemen
1: kind of things. Yeah, si mama, so hey. <laughs> the same day, he
0: didn't report to the hospital. In fact, he <laughs> said, you know, you know, boarding, nanja. so, mm. I didn't do anything one week down the line. The second weekend, I was like, ah, I think my dad has paid school fees, let me just go back to school. So, I went back to that school, mm-hmm. I finished first time, and, you know, I promise I'll never go back. So things had to happen for me to go to another school. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was my first experience of suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. and again it came back way after high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, for thi- for me, things have not been working, or mm-hmm. things are not working at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a time I didn't have a source of income. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were just quarrels at home, my mm. mom and my dad. Uh-huh. and I feel like some, sometimes we should just be comfortable discussing whenever there are issues at home. It doesn't mean we hate our parents, but there are things are just not happening mm. the right way. Mm. you know, so mm. th- there and you so know sometimes
1: many... if you talk about these issues, sometimes people can feel, um, your parents can feel like you're being unfair to them, you're going to say this to the world and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like we should also appreciate that these are your individual experiences. Yeah, yeah. These are your individual experiences that are going to shape how you think, see things, and how you operate in life. Yeah. So you have a right, you have a right, <coughs> sorry, you have a right to say your story the mm. way it is, the mm. way it is true to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: So things were not working in our family. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad and my mom, there were so many fights here and there. Uh, you can imagine fights happening at your presence. Mm. Uh. You don't have a source of income. You're trying to get someone in your life, kadem. <laughs> but you know, you are, things are, yeah, things are not Nairobi. working. Blue ticks. <laughs> Come a one thousand, you know. <laughs> you
1: we know, do have a source of income. Yeah. kadem.
0: <laughs> okay, your time. I was already having a, a lady in my life, uh. and so you know, you're trying to move to the next phase in this. Uh a sort of a
1: relationship. How you directly marriage?
0: Not marriage, you know. You're
1: already in a relationship, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: relationships have faces. Like mm. today, you know, the, first day, the first day you're talking stage, you're chatting until 4 a.m. in the morning. Eh. And, you know, mm. hi, babe, I'm going to text you. I'm washing utensils. Hi, hi babe, babe I I'm taking have fallen, lunch.
1: I've fallen down. Hi, hi babe, babe, can I'm we discuss about house. something?
0: I don't feel okay. <laughs> you know, that stuff. So you were just... past that stage of
1: Mm, talking yeah
0: talking Mm -hmm. i think some of the texts we text doing this stage can you know draft a very good novel Mm. sometimes i look at some of these texts i used to do and i may keep i I keep things i Mm -hmm. love memories Mm -hmm. i remember how i i was texting silly things i can't sleep without you to be honest (laughs) and i'm sleeping anyway
1: (laughs) why were you lying
0: it's not lying. It is just enticing someone to. to You're lying to... to them. It's not really. degree,
1: I can't eat. I can't. No, stop lying. In fact,
0: I remember the times I I I, I tell my girlfriend I, I can't eat. I was eating more. To be honest, anyway.
1: Madame, <laughs> Nadanga They are sleeping. They are eating. They are just fine. Yeah, we are we are just them, fine. Block them, blu-tick them. They won't die. Yeah,
0: we're just fine. So you can imagine. All of a sudden, family fights mm-hmm. here and there mm-hmm. you don 't have any source of income you 're just struggling to you know to to survive mm-hmm. uh, you are just having issues with your friends mm-hmm. you don 't know who to trust you don 't mm-hmm. know who to talk to mm-hmm. and then the worst thing because for me, I was struggling because I have a chain of friends who most of them are extroverts mm-hmm. you know extroverts mm-hmm. can even talk one thousand ten twenty twenty thousand words. Within two minutes, you know, <laughs> and me, I'm a calm person. I, I love my space. I love my peace, you know, mm. and sometimes when I'm surrounded around extroverts or people who are comfortable to have more, more and more conversations, mm. I lose my energy. Mm. I lose myself. And that time, I didn't know by there, I used to lose myself when I was surrounding myself with people who are extremely extroverted. Mm. So you can imagine... Exoverts have time to talk to you. Most of the time, they don't have time to listen to your story. Mm, You know, and mm, things are mm. messy at home. Mm. I have this lady who I'm calling my girlfriend who is literally pushing me away, you know, from her life. Mm. You know, so life is just hard. I'm trying to contact this other person to, you know, share my story. But again, I'm like, apana. Mm. I am a man. How do I stand to tell people, Mm -hmm. that I'm struggling. I feel like Mm. life has come to an end. What are feelings? You know, the feeling you wake up in the morning and you feel like, why am I waking up in the morning? Others are busy working. Am I even, you know, important Mm. in this life? Mm. Those are the kind of thoughts I had. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I'm really useless. Mm -hmm. It took me close to two years to have the confidence to, openly discuss issues with people, to just tell somebody by the mm. I think I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Then I feel I'm stressed. I feel like things are not working. It took me long. Mm-hmm. But I can say for me, having the courage and re- finally having the the ability to speak my issues liberated me. Mm-hmm. It gave me the freedom to live once again. Mm-hmm. That I can freely express myself. That it is normal to be angry. It is mm-hmm. normal to feel depressed. Mm-hmm. It is just normal. Mm. Everyone wants to yes, feel loved, feel accommodated. but at times the first step to feel accommodated is you allowing people to accommodate you. Mm. And that is what I lacked and that is what most of us lack. Mm-hmm. And for me, I said, I want to have more conversations with people about mental health mm-hmm. issues. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to be an ambassador to create space mm-hmm. where we can discuss these issues. Yes if somebody dumps you, Maybe they were never meant to be yours. I know mm. that feeling. It is a very hard feeling. May have been there, I've been heartbroken, I don't know how many times. Mm-hmm. But anyway.
1: game.
0: In Nairobi, i <don't> game. <laughs> <know. laughs> <laughs> so things do happen. And the earlier we discuss, the better. You know, uh-huh. uh, I know this guy normally says the moment we stop talking is the time we start fighting. Mm-hmm. So we have to discuss these issues. And yeah, that is my
1: story. Wow, wow. Powerful, powerful. And thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. because I think many, many people will... Many of our listeners will will resonate with that story and just you sharing your struggles... And I think the essence of this us sharing that we also have struggled, certainly we're in this space because we know, ama we are psychologists. We've just struggled and therefore we've gone out of our way to try and learn more about this struggle Mm -hmm. and also create awareness about it. So that's what we are doing and that's what this podcast will be about. So be on board and let's have fun while learning.
0: Mm, Be on board and we are not the best in this podcast. Mm -hmm. We are also learning here and we just want to have a space where we can discuss our issues and feel that there's somebody who wants to listen. And in our podcast, we'll allow you to send message, text. Whenever you think of a topic we should highlight, we should discuss, feel free. This is a space you can always come and, you know, learn something new, feel loved, feel appreciated. And we are asking you to just be with us in this journey. And uh, as we discuss this, I want Leah and I to maybe highlight some of these topics. We have talked about mental, mental, mental. But people are like, what is mental... Health and then, what are these topics that these guys are going to be discussing about? I need to know. You know, mm-hmm. somebody might be passing through a difficult time, and they don't know whether it relates with mental health conversation. So I don't know whether you can highlight one or two, mm-hmm. and we can, you know, shed light a bit on that topic.
1: Okay, so they are very when we talk about mental health, there are very many things that impact our mental health or mental wellness, and it's the everyday things that we. We, we, res- we resonate with whether it's our work whether it's school, whether it's relationships whether it's family and the situations that family bring and people it's a lot of things so some of the things that we'll be discussing are things related to you yourself and things like self-awareness of self-esteem when it comes to relationships things like accepting rejection things like how to deal with toxic relationships yeah. heartbreak those kind of things, and I think i also give Derek a chance to just highlight, yeah, some that he has. Uh,
0: you have mentioned things that are very close to my heart uh, healing from heartbreak.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For some of us, it takes ages. Mm-hmm. For some of us, we love. I normally say, I can't really say women are bad or men are bad, mm-hmm. bad people are bad people, they don't mm-hmm. have a gender. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I've always had an issue when we choose to group men to be this type the group we meant to be this type. Mm-hmm. A bad person is always a bad person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when it comes to the issue of toxic relationships, mm-hmm. some of us have really indulged ourselves in toxic relationships, mm-hmm. a relationship that is only one-sided. Mm-hmm. You are investing your energy, your mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. your resources, mm-hmm. and it is not being reciprocated. Mm-hmm. That could be a sign of a toxic relationship. You mm-hmm. know, uh, your emotions are there, but the other partner doesn't invest equally, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and in this podcast, I believe we have to tell you time and again, a relationship, whether be it a friendship, uh, be it a parent-child relationship, there must be mutual benefit from it. Mm -hmm. I have to be present for you, you have to be present for me, Mm -hmm. and we have to have these lines. So, maybe the other topics that we're going to highlight in this podcast include uh, why you should stop making uh, people happy. So, It is always important. I know we always want to make people happy. We want to uh, make those around us feel, you know, it is good, it is nice, it is wow. But in this topic, even the way we have highlighted, happy in quotes, there are some of us who go extreme ways to make people happy. Mm -hmm. And these are the extreme ways. You realize, for example, you have 1,000 books. You need that one thousand bob as a person mm-hmm. to either buy your meal or either to you know to ensure your life is moving. Mm-hmm. But because you want to make people happy, mm-hmm. and I'm using the word happy in quotes, you have a, your friend is asking you for one thousand bob so that he can take his girlfriend out. Because you want to make people happy, you. Decide to send that 1,000 bob to your friend mm-hmm. and deny yourself basic things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. or you have a girlfriend. Let me use an, a good example. Some of us men, may I say it openly, my first time to Fuliza was because I was sending that money to a lady. My first time to Fuliza. What? Yes, I, I'm being honest. Na mimi
1: mbona si Fuliziwi. Like, nothing has ever happened to me. Of course, don't <laughs> like tell that. You. you. I know, hear, I you, I I you hear stories you. about... No, I hear stories about people Fuliza. I hear stories about people doing... People literally moving mountains. Yeah. I'm like, I'm... Anyway. We'll yeah, we'll just, but less. we'll
0: never tell you actually to Fuliza. Yeah, you know. Then men will be like, no, it's okay. I, I'll send you. Don't worry. Uh-huh. But you don't know the mountains <laughs> he has moved. You know, there are times, you know, a friend of mine will be like, Niaze bro, I really need 500 bob. I am in a big, sheet, big shit. Big shit is But the big shit is the lady doesn't have money to go and do makeup. It can uh-huh. be that. So we are trying to tell you guys, ladies, and whoever is listening to this podcast, it Led is not listen- your responsibility. Don't go past your... How do I don't go past your means if it can't work it can't work mm-hmm. if you don't have that money just be okay to say you don't have that money and mm-hmm. it drives me or rather it it takes me to the next kind of a topic we're going to discuss the power of saying no mm-hmm. this is a big issue that we have had mm-hmm. people don't have the capability and the energy and the stamina and you know all those stuff to say no mm-hmm. you know you are not in a position to help someone mm but you don't say no. You know you don't want to come to my event because we don't even bond. But because you don't want to make me feel bad, you don't say no. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, let me just go. Mm-hmm. You know you have a colleague you're working with. You're not even friends, but they have a party at their place. And because all of you have been invited, you'll be like, let me go. And you know it doesn't suit you. you don't, you'll don't. you rather spend your whole day sleeping or you know, look, look watch movies and do other stuff, mm-hmm. but because you are struggling with the power of saying no, you want to please people, you want to make the whole world happy, mm-hmm. which it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. you end up making decisions because you're worried about how the other party will feel like. Mm-hmm. So, really, I think these are some of the things mm-hmm. as as a mental wealth conversation, we're going to highlight mm-hmm. and take you through it in bit by bit to make you sure you understand mm-hmm. where you should set the boundaries
1: okay i think derek has mentioned quite a bit and we have said a lot in this first episode but to just summarize this is a safe space where we'll be having conversations that regards to your emotional and well-being because that's what mental health is yeah. to Yeah. emotional and well-being and everything that you need to know in regards to that. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And we are hoping that you will be in tune for the next as we as we record our subsequent episodes and you can be able to learn and have fun while at it. Thank you so much. Have a good day or night. Yeah. Depending on when you're listening to this.
0: Yeah. Goodbye. This production is done by
2: Acute Media.